Hey y'all, welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. On this episode, I will be talking to a very special guest. Her name is Lakeisha Maxey. She is an author, a poet, a survivor, and of course, a Black woman. Hey, Lakeisha, how are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure, absolutely. Well, your introduction was amazing. I am an author, a poet, a Black woman, and a survivor. But I'm also a daughter, a mother, a Gigi, uh, a friend, a child of God, and an all-around badass. Uh, But for the purposes of this show, I am a stroke survivor. I had my stroke in August of 2020, and I'm still slowly healing. So I'm still on my healing journey. Okay. Um, Do you feel comfortable telling the audience the circumstances that occurred around your stroke? Sure, sure. Um, Well, what happened was, (laughs) um, basically, I've been on high blood pressure medication for years, probably for at least uh, five or six years before the actual stroke. Um, And I took my medication sort of uh, subconsciously, meaning, you know, vitamin, water, orange juice, medication, boom, popped those in the morning, kept on going, never really gave a lot of thought to it. Um, And then COVID hit, of course, around March of 2020. And I wasn't able to get a doctor appointment. And, you know, uh, I've been told that I should have just gone to the emergency room. And I guess um, hindsight is 2020. And yes, I could have said, oh, my God, I ran out of my medication. Let me go to the emergency room. But when you sort of do things subconsciously, um, you don't really think about you know, the good and bad effects. Um, And so when I ran out, I was like, ah, I'll get to it. You know, COVID will be over soon. I'll um, get to it. And well, COVID hit by March of 2020, I guess by, so by like COVID started in March, I think I ran out of medication by June. And then by August, I had the stroke. So um, unfortunately, like I said, I I didn't take more heed to uh, making sure I had my prescriptions and my medication, even if that meant going to the emergency room, which was like I said later, uh, someone suggested, well, why didn't you just go there? And I was like, you know, uh, 2020's hindsight. So yeah, I ran out of the medication. So I had the stroke in August of 2020. So it was for uncontrolled hypertension mm-hmm. is the specific um, diagnosis that is listed on my medical records. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, I'm thinking about all the stuff I forgot to do in 2020. Like so many people, you know, 
that was a very trying time that was confusing the world completely mm-hmm. changed so it def and then trying to go to an emergency room like or going to any hospital at all if it wasn't related to COVID they just we're not taking those concerns seriously. So I can only imagine how um, scary and confusing that must have been for you. And then it does make sense how it led up to you not being able to get your medications. And then the stroke happened. So so how has your life changed um, since the stroke in 2020? Oh, wow. Um <clears throat> just about every aspect of my life. So I guess um, the doctors would call me uh, disabled now, or I guess um, better terminology is I'm differently abled now um, due to um, muscle weakness, muscle tightness, atrophy, spasticity, all these big medical terms. Um, I now use a walker to get around. Um, On good days, I do have my cane. Um, I did stay in a wheelchair for about six months. So it's definitely been a journey for me. And that's just the physical aspects, of course. There's been a lot of mental healing that has uh, come with that. But um, it's been quite a journey. Um, You know, you lose friends, you lose relationships, um, but then you gain the real people that are supposed to be in your life. So it's definitely been a journey. And I know you have, um, you've written two books. So can you tell us uh, the inspiration behind your books? Sure. Um, The book, the first book uh, is a book of poetry. It's called A Stroke at Midnight. Um, Well, the entire, the the long name, the entire, I'm sorry. The entire title of the book is Stroke at Midnight, Poems for the Journey, from trauma to healing. Um, That one was uh, a poetry challenge that I joined. Shout out to Book Leaf Publishing. Uh, They uh, had a poetry um, contest. No, they had a poetry challenge where we wrote poems every day for a month and uh, sort of in any format. And then it was later published into a book. So that was, um, that was an amazing experience, very difficult. It took almost a year, but uh, it was a great journey. Um, the way I arranged the poems in my book, it's basically a journey of my healing from, you know, sort of day one, uh, covering everything from being angry with God, being angry with yourself, uh, from self-doubt and trauma, um, disbelief, depression, and then finally um, the book kind of ends on a 
on a on a rainbow <laughs> with a little happiness and it's a never ending journey you don't just go through it um you know you'll have good days and then something will hit you either a smell um a you'll see something you'll have a memory and sort of it starts the process and the healing back over from the beginning but the end of the book sort of ends on a high note with um, awareness, positivity, self-love, um, and just sort of an overall uh, good feeling. So that's the first book. Uh, the second book, I um, it's called Wheels Like Me. And um, that basically, that that's more interesting. That kind of came from a place of sort of the adult disabled Keisha looking at the world like, where are my people? Like, where are the disabled men and women that maybe weren't born disabled or differently abled or that were? And just sometimes you need to talk to someone who has been through a similar experience just so that they can fully understand you. You know, you can talk to your friends and, and some of them are awesome, but just being around people that are similar. So that came out of, it, it's a children's book written for ages five to 12. And um, it basically deals with inclusivity, um, mobility, and just a young girl named Keisha, of course, um, with her mom, just being in the neighborhood and mom being a boss mom, just sort of pointing out all the people in the neighborhood that get along on their wheels, just like Keisha. So that was just sort of me finding my tribe, so to speak, but putting it sort of in terms thinking of what, you know, childhood Keisha would be looking at or thinking about. So that's where those two books, that book is a paperback, but it also is available on Amazon um, as a, uh, as an ebook. Wow. That's beautiful. I love the fact that um, this happened to you, but you are able to, um, you know, like you said, the, the little bit of rainbow at the end and you, see who your real community is, who your real friends are, but not only that, but you are creating a community for people that also are differently abled. And that is just beautiful. Like, um, cause okay. kids, what were you about to say? I said, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Kids and adults need that representation. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people, like you said, are not born differently abled and then become that way. And they kind of need that. Um, representation to see like okay this is how this person dealt with it i can deal with it too it sounds like it gives people hope and um a community to know that they're not alone yes and and for me the expression was through my poetry um the expression of sort of um not just expressing myself but sort of reaching out 
to the community, sort of like my um, Batman signal in the sky, like, hey, like um, I've I've since, you know, through Google search and on Facebook and Instagram, kind of just finding communities with people like me. Um, so that's kind of what the book was. It was my expressions of what I was going through, um, putting it in poetry since that, I guess, is my writing language um, or my expression, uh, putting it in a book and then having it published because, you know, I can't be the only one. I know I'm not the only one that has these feelings. It's just, I've been blessed enough to have the gift of poetry. So expressing the feelings, hopefully expressing feelings that others have and making it available so that everyone can read it and see themselves and see their own feelings um, in black and white and, you know, sharing it with other people yeah that's beautiful so do you feel comfortable sharing one of your poems with us i do i do let's see so this one is a short one um and it's in the book that is available now on amazon call a stroke at midnight and the title of the book is, the title of the poem is Blame. There's that dream where you always miss the bus or you spent hours looking for one sock or she asked you to marry her instead of breaking your heart. That recurring dream that sometimes haunts you for years or for a lifetime, you mourn a loss if only things went differently. But when the loss is death, often we, find, we need to find blame. If only I didn't go out that night, if he had put on a seatbelt, if I didn't fall asleep, if she didn't go to the park by herself. We blame others, we blame other people, we blame ourselves. We blame our parents, our spouses, our spouse's parents, the sunlight, the darkness, the rain, the glare that got in your eyes. A part of me died that day. A part of me blames myself. If only I wasn't so stressed. If only I didn't eat fast food. If only I went to bed earlier. If only the ambulance came faster. If only the doctors. No, if. If none of those events occurred, then I would have died then there's only one other person to blame, God. If there's no one else to blame, can I blame God? But is he the reason a part of me died? Was he the reason all of me lived? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that touched me in so many different places. I am excited to read your book. Thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about it, talk to you, talk to your, your listeners. It, this was awesome. Yes, I am so, I'm so happy like that you joined us today. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And 
I guess the last question I have is what would be the like most encouraging thing that you could give to someone um, that has gone from being, you know, able-bodied to differently able? Like what, what sense of like motivation or encouragement could you give them? Oh man, you are stronger than you think. Uh, sometimes we tell ourselves we can't do something. Um, we go through what seems like the darkest period in our life. And sometimes it is the absolute darkest. Um, we tell ourselves we can't do something, but in fact, that's the voice of fear, of doubt, of neglect, of trauma. But now we can't give her life. You have to be fearless. You have to accept who you've become who you are because you're no longer the person you were before. You are a different person, complete with scars and trauma and memories. You have to not just live, but thrive. You are a new person in your new memories, in your new existence, in your new skin. Um, you have memories both good and bad that take you back to bad times but also propel you forward you are a new body of work and you are strong and you may have to go through some self-reflection self-healing some therapy listen to some erica badu whatever it is that you have to do burn your incense but just love yourself, love on yourself and love yourself and know that you are strong and just be you, be you with no, um, <laughs> just be you with nothing to think about but yourself and you will develop into the strongest person, stronger than you ever thought you'd become. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um, so where can the audience reach you? Uh, sure. Let's see. So <clears throat> I am on Facebook under my full name, Lakeisha Maxi. Um, and I'm also on, I don't have a TikTok yet, maybe soon to come, but the best place to reach me is on my Instagram. I'm under love becomes her words under Instagram and you can slide in that DM and uh, leave me a message on Facebook messenger and um, you can, those are the best two places to reach me. Yes. Okay, and I will have um, those linked in the show notes along with uh, where to get both of her books. So um, thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. And thank you for joining us, Lakeisha. Thank you so much for having me, Angelina. It was wonderful. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.